0: Welcome to this week's End of Days of Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Upper State New York this last weekend. Gosh, people are so hungry for the coming of the Lord. They were psyched about it. They would ordered our book, uh, uh, End Times Made Easy, way before we got there. So everyone had been in the book for months. They'd been studying it, had a wonderful time. And if you're anywhere near the central part of Illinois, we'll be in Fairbury, Illinois, at Faith Fellowship this weekend. We do a, a Saturday night and then do a Sunday morning and then a Sunday afternoon. So we'll have three services, we'll have a great time. And we'll get into the coming of the Lord. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically what happens just after the rapture, because the second coming of the Lord has got tons of signs, but the rapture signless. So uh, you have to kind of look and see what's going to happen just after the rapture. So as we look at these things, you know, I hear people say, well, you can't tell the Lord's coming back. Well, why did He put so much in the Bible to show us what it would look like so that we would have a heads-up? And that's the whole purpose of teaching on the coming of the Lord, that we have a heads-up mentality, and are, we're not downtrodden, but we're happy, we're joyful. So the Lord did this so that we would accelerate. And all this teaching on the coming of the Lord is not an escape theology, it's a hustle theology. And remember when Jesus went into town on the demons cried out, hey, have you come to torment us before the time? and I love that instant submission before Jesus even opened his mouth but the wonderful thing was they knew Jesus was on a schedule and he was early so if, if demons can know the schedule how much more the church so Jesus warned us to know he told them hey you can tell what the weather's going to be but you don't know your hour your visitation so we get into this to have an acceleration mentality because as you see the finish line coming you want to run faster not slower i've never seen a runner in a race go you look at the finish line and go i have no idea what that is no they know exactly what it is uh, that's the finish line. So let's pick up on what's happened around Israel. You had really a massive uptick in terrorist activity, especially in the West Bank. You had an Eli, you had four Israelis killed. And then in Jenin, you had some uh, a lot of fireworks going on there. They even said it's looking like the new Gaza. But you had a drone strike that took out the whole network right there in that one spot in Jenin. So, so Israel's having to show forth strength in the middle of this. They've been completely surrounded over the last few months. Uh, to the point that uh, Hezbollah from the north, remember up in Lebanon, uh, Nazareth said we're going to wipe Israel off the map, and Israel said we're going to bomb Hezbollah back into the Stone Ages. Well, guess what's happened this week? Hezbollah has set up a base inside the nation of Israel, and Israel's letting them do it, an incursion into the land of Israel that Hezbollah has a base set up up there. So I believe Israel's waiting for it to get larger, and they're going to just blow it away. But it's weird to see... Them testing the waters on every single side of Israel, whether it be Iran, whether it be Hamas, whether it be Hezbollah, you're watching the same thing happen all over. And then you had something crazy happen that the U.S. and Israel kind of freaked out about. You had uh, Iran offer to build a, a nuclear weapon uh, for Saudi Arabia. This is absolutely crazy that these different alliances are happening. Whereas months ago they were together, then months ago they were apart, wanting to kill each other. Now they're wanting to work together. Of course, China is going to help them do that. So it's weird seeing China brokering that deal in the Middle East, where China has become a player in the Middle East. And it came out last week, you know, they were going to build that that training facility in Cuba. Well, some of their intel came out. It's not a training facility in Cuba. China is going to have an all out spy staff 90 miles from uh, the land of the United States of America. So you got weird stuff happening with China, obviously pushing for World War III. And even a, a communique came out about China. Remember how we talked about uh, they aborted their female babies because they wanted a male child. And we always said what reason why they're going to go to war at the very end is because all these young men don't have any girls to date. And that's exactly what they said, Unemployment's so high. They've got to start a war to have these young men to have something to do. So they, that was some of the verbiage that actually came out of that. So completely bizarre to see that happening, with China setting up a base this close to America, China touting we got to have World War III. And then with Iran uh, wanting to help uh, uh, Saudi Arabia obtain a nuclear weapon. And Israel and America and other nations are trying to work with Iran for sanctions like that. But you had Putin from Russia come out and tout his new uh, ballistic missiles that can hold up to 10 warheads. And he said, we're going to make sure we can cover things by air, by land, and by sea. And there's almost a... Um, a weird uh, vibe coming from Russia that we're getting ready to set up nukes all over the place. Remember how they moved some tactical nukes into Belarus and Putin said, you know what, we'll use these wherever we need to. So, the next couple of months are going to prove really intriguing to see what happens with Russia and with, with uh, the Ukraine. So, And then you have the stuff with the Temple Mount. You've got It seems like people are pushing for things to change at the Temple Mount and Jordan again this last week said, hey man, if you start doing stuff at the Temple Mount, we're going to go crazy. So. The the verbiage is coming up all over the place, which tells me Jesus is just about to come back. So uh, you had earthquakes, two earthquakes in right right in a row in Colorado, you had earthquakes off the coast of California. So you got crazy storms, lots of stuff like this happening. You got the the IMF, the International Monetary. Uh, Systems come out with a new digital currency just like the one I talked about a couple weeks ago They're all becoming so easily compatible to everyone's currency that they can instantly log on and change their currency to this digital currency So you see the whole world converting over to what's going to be happening during the tribulation period I mean it's right in front of our face and I don't even get into any of the transgender stuff There's so much transgender stuff. There's so much weird stuff. You had the UN uh, propose that young people should have a good sex life, and they should pedophilia should be normal. This stuff is getting so blatant in our face, this has to tell you Jesus is just about to come. And I don't even cover a tenth of the stuff I read about, like, oh my God, this is happening here and there. So the king's about to come back. We're about to see Jesus face to face. So as we hear about the information, it propels us. It's a two-minute warning mentality. So we always go to the Word. The scripture's very clear. In Luke 21 24, Jesus said, uh, when you, you see Jerusalem one back, time would be up. So then later in the chapter, he said, the generation that sees Israel made a nation and Jerusalem one back, he said, that generation won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So we're blessed to see the two main things happen in our lifetime that Jesus said, this is what you can count on to tell I'm about to come back. But then you have tons more. We get into it every week. You have the Hebrew language restored. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got their capital building in Strasbourg, France, that looks identical to the Tower of Babel. Not similar, identical. 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the lands. You got the cleanup crew there now. And then you had foxes show up on the Temple Mount, radical. The the the, the pools around the, the Temple Mount fill up with water, first time in 2,000 years. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red, where Sodom and Gomorrah was. Crazy, on the Day of Atonement. So uh, all the stuff uh, showing us that we're close You had a a whole section of Jacob's uh, sheep show up for sacrifice. You have the red heifers there. You had the stuff that's ready for the Temple Mount Institute. You've got the oil of anointing. I mean, all the stuff has come about and different things architecturally showing Israel's tie to the land. It's cute to hear people say, well, Israel's had no tie to the land and a coin will show up from 3,000 years ago showing uh, Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel. I even talked about last week with Russia, it was going to make have a makeshift embassy in Jerusalem, uh, the cap- the capital of, of Israel forever. All this stuff is happening, you've got tons more signs, men will be lovers themselves, you have selfie sticks, uh, you, you have some crazy things happening besides that to the point of uh, amazing. You had Bishop Malachi in 1129 AD have a vision of all the Pope's coat of arms, and uh um, He got the Pope's right all the way up to the coming of the Lord. 114 different coat of arms. Flawless names the Pope's. The one we have now is the 114th. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. What's amazing about that is the Pope a couple weeks ago came out and said there's no hell. Came out again a couple days later said there's no such thing as hell. So, All these signs are happening. Then you go from signs to signals. You had the blood-red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row? NASA calls it a tetrad. On Passover and Tabernacles, blood-red moons. When's the last time? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was regathered as a nation, and in 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable signs in the heavens uh, and signals in the heavens showing us things that coincide with strategic dates for Israel. And then after that, you've got the Bethlehem Star. I mean, you had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. Uh, Jupiter, king planet. Uh, Regulus, a king planet. Regulus did retrograde motion, crowned Jupiter. Amazing. When was that? Uh, that was 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judas. So what do we do when we see all this information showing us how close we are? We help our local pastor, help our local church. We get more involved. We get more engaged. Uh, when you are about to get married, you talk to your girlfriend, your fiance more, not less. Uh, we should be supernaturally engaged with Jesus. Learn things about the King. Pray in tongues more. Pray pray in the Holy Ghost. Look, Look at how Jesus thinks in the Word and start thinking like Him. See Him high and lifted up with His train filling the temple. You're about to see Him face to face, so you want to make sure you do everything you can to do the will of God. This is it. Well, come back next Wednesday. We'll see what all is happening. We've got so much cool stuff happening. We're about to see Jesus face to face. Think of that as you're doing the will of God right here before He comes. Your soul winning. Jesus, King the Glorified One, coming back so soon. Have a blessed, wonderful Wednesday. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bless you.